0: Welcome to Mysteries, Monsters, and Mayhem. I'm Shannon Lawrence. And I'm MB Partlow. Quick content warning before we get started. This podcast may
1: contain language and disturbing content, so enter at your own risk. And we're back. Here we are again. It's been a week for you guys. It's been oh 15 minutes for us. We took our potty breaks. Yep. We got our waters refilled. We did our chloroseptic and cough drops, yep.
0: our lozenges, whatever. We our did lozenges. our vocal warm-ups. Our oral demulsants, as it says on the <laughs> on the bag. And I don't know. I'm I'm a 10-year-old boy that just cracks me up.
1: <laughs> oh, because the word oral was involved. No,
0: actually for me it's demulsant. Oh. I <laughs> don't know why. <laughs> Well,
1: now we know. I also laugh at I won't jokes. remember that word <laughs> to say to you again. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm looking at the cough drop bag that's right there.
0: You could look at me and say pretty much any word you wanted. It's true. I if I laugh. say it right, yeah. it would just make you laugh anyway. This is true. Oh, so how's it going? Good. Eat anywhere interesting lately? No, but I've been cooking more lately. Wow. I got... I got busy with work for like a year. (laughs) And Joe was like, "Uh." so recently I've been making a whole lot more effort to cook at home. And he's just like, wow, you do. This is great. You should cook more.
1: Yeah. When I was working at the restaurant, increasingly, Mm -hmm. especially when the, the pandemic hit and I was taking on waitressing stuff too, then I was like, just get, just feed them, whatever. And then I'd get home. and would get me some food because I'd come home and just pass out on the back yeah, porch. and when you're <laughs> tired, you don't.
0: No. You can't think creatively about food. No, it's like I would. Even cereal. if you plan something, though, you look at all the prep and you go, "Uh, uh-uh. no." That's why I love my freezer because I'll make stuff. So this week we're going to have some mystery meals because I put stuff in the freezer thinking I'll remember what this is. Oh, do that. <laughs> nope. So I said to Joe, we're going to have some mystery meals because I figure whatever it is, it's either a sauce or I can have it over pasta. <laughs> Just end up with a sauce. You have to make sure you have some meat or something. I for that. I, I I'm Put thinking, it over rice. I can, yeah, I can put it over a potato or over rice or. <laughs> I'll throw some collagen powder in there and call it good. I always have, like, cooked pork or chicken yeah. or something in the Once more, freezer. back
1: when I my children were young and I was mm-hmm. in excellent shape and still had the will
0: <laughs> and the <laughs> uh,
1: Not only was I making them fresh things all the time and baking all the time, making uh-huh. them smoothies all the time, but I was prepping
0: meals and shit like that. Yes. All of those magical days when I had energy. (laughs) You know what I did one day? What day was it? Friday. I had, uh, so we had grilled steaks one night and I said to Joe, okay, we're going to grill an extra one so we can have it to put on salad. So Friday for lunch, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make steak salads for lunch. And then I'm like, oh, I got the big reusable bowls to make salads in. So I made eight salads Uh with all the stuff in them and put them in the fridge. Because he went out to walk the dog and he comes back and he's like... I am not that hungry. <laughs> I said, great. It's not for right now. Put these in the downstairs fridge you're eating salad for lunch for the next four days. And he was like, okay. <laughs> he, I, I could prep anything. He would just be like, I don't have to think about lunch. Great. <laughs> yeah. that's the Like,
1: my kids have been... I stopped making their lunches ages oh, yeah. ago because they were old enough. Mm-hmm. But then I realized neither of my kids is bothering to do it anymore for like... After the whole year off for the pandemic thing Mm -hmm. happened, it just, it broke everything. And so they stopped. And so my daughter was eating dinner. That was all she was eating. She was eating dinner each day. And then my son would come home and he'd be starving Uh because he's a teenage boy. And then, so he'd eat all this food and he'd still eat dinner. And I'm like, well, that's not good for him either. So I've actually started just one day, I started making him lunches again. It took, it took like several, it was (laughs) rickety because... First, there was a, not for me, for them to remember they had lunches. Uh, So then I'd come down the lunch is still sitting in the freezer, at least for one of them, you know, and the fridge. But yeah, now that I'm doing (laughs) it and I can put, they get carrots and celery and cucumbers and fruit. My daughter won't eat the freaking fruit unless they give her grapes. She'll eat grapes, I've learned. But I was giving her the little mini, they're not oranges, the little uh, Clementines. clementines. And then I noticed that the... Because I put one in that was a little green on one side Uh or whatever. And there it was in the fruit bowl the next day. (laughs) So I knew she took it out before she left. But at least she's not throwing away food, right? True. But she's eating the veggies. And, like, I had shredded carrots so that I keep, like, a bag of shredded carrots Mm -hmm. so I can throw together a salad if I want to. And so I put those in there for her. So it was, like, a novelty. So she'll eat that. So whatever. But now they're actually eating
0: at least two meals. I mean, I went... I got a bag of cruciferous crunch at Trader Joe's. What the fuck is that? It's got kale (laughs) and Brussels sprouts and all that good roughage stuff. Already all chopped up. Yeah. It's like a really fibrous slaw mix. And then I got regular coleslaw and I have romaine. So I just had to cut up the romaine and just throw a handful of each kind of slaw in on top of it. Because that will stay good. Yeah. I learned that from Becky Clark. (laughs) You put in the slaw mix, that doesn't get all wilty and shit like regular lettuce. That's good. Romaine holds up fairly well. I mean, I didn't make a month's, try to make a month's worth of salad. No. I would hope it would last till the end of the week. So we'll see. Of course, we both forgot yesterday. So So, did you eat your salad? No, did you? No. I used to like put
1: together leftovers for lunches for my husband, and Uh then he never. Remembered, You know? And I was yeah. like, well, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I only did it when there was something left over to do it. He's a grown-ass man. He doesn't uh, need me to make his lunches. But he, I was yes. like, I hate wasting food. And I am consummately not, you know, we'll say dieting for the ease of understanding. Yes. And so I'm like, well, I'm not going to eat the leftovers because I just can't anymore. That'd be bad. I'm going to feed them to him. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> my kids don't eat the leftovers. There's like two microwaves in the entire in the cafeteria, oh right? So yes. there is a means, but you'd have to stand in lunch for your yes. twenty minute
0: lunch to get to use the microwave,
1: right? So that's not going to happen either.
0: No, I used to. I was such a I was such a mom. Um, I used to make the girls homemade lunchables. Yeah. So I would I had the little tiny cookie cutters and I would slice the cheese and cut out the ham and the cheese and the. And then it got down to, that was only on the first day of school. Because I'm like, this is a fucking pain <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I used to try and do, like, every little once in a while. Like, when we come back from break, basically. Yes. I would do, like, some big breakfast, too, that mm-hmm. I could put in the crock pot when I went to bed. And therefore would be ready for them when they got yep. up. Because, really, I'm only going to bed a few hours before they get uh, up. right? So, like, you know, crock pot oatmeal with... a apple in it with fresh apple and then I had one it's like a hash brown casserole mm-hmm. and so you put in just the pre-made shredded yes. potato and like cheese and ham it didn't even involve egg oh because so, I made one
0: for the Girl Scouts that did involve egg it was oh tasty. and then I
1: did like the you have the little cupcake tin and then you oh, put yes egg in it and you like make omelets because uh-huh. you put cheese and whatnot in those and then I had those in the fridge I haven't done that in years those are good for I was a good mom at one yeah. point. Uh, now yeah. I just am a mom of teenagers. So Yep. Their priorities change too. It's all good. That <laughs> I is give them, true. I try to give them what they need now, and that apparently is not cute little omelets <laughs> for a breakfast.
0: Yep. I made a I don't can't remember what it was. I made a breakfast casserole. I started doing that when I was do when Joe and I did whole 30. Mm-hmm. Because it's an elimination diet. And boy, do you eliminate a lot? But I would make this big nine by thirteen pan. And that's like five breakfasts. Yeah. And I love that because I don't have to think about it. What can I have? What do I have to measure? It's just pull out a slab and go. So I made it a couple of weeks ago. And my God, by the end of the week, I was like, fuck this food. I'm tired of this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't. And it was a spaghetti squash crust. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if I ever make this again, first of all, Dumbass. Cook the spaghetti squash just a little bit longer. <laughs> mm. And for me, it's a texture thing. I needed to mix the spaghetti squash in, not have it as a layer as a crust. Gotcha. So. That sounds good. I need to get that recipe for me though. Okay. Because I, I have, have, like,
1: a dinner one with Ooh. that spaghetti squash. And then you microwave it, and then you... Sh- what do you have? anyway? Yeah, you
0: microwave it and then you scrape it with the
1: Yeah, and then you mix in all yeah. Italian seasonings yeah. and stuff. And I actually added it's meant to be a vegetarian one, and I can do it both ways, but it tastes really good with sweet Italian sausage in
0: it. <laughs> Doesn't everything. Yeah.
1: So I yeah, oh, that. But then I was omitting the cheese because I couldn't right. have cheese. So yeah. So I added protein.
0: <gasps> I like it. Voila. <laughs>
1: i haven't made that and it's you know i gotta make i haven't even made chili it's 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 february
0: <laughs> i need no, to make I'm chili
1: been in homemade spaghetti sauce i need yeah. to do it without sugar because i'm no sugar and yeah. yeah i need to do this before it gets hot as i was telling my husband when he was feeling all sad because he has to take down the canopy thing out back because uh, yeah. we're getting weather <laughs> we're getting some snow and it might be substantial and I was like, but just think, here in Colorado, by mid-March, we're having nice days again. We're having mm-hmm. upper 60s some days. And then we're having, you know, a yeah, blizzard. Blizzards. But you're having I'm like, we will have days in, in about a month, month and a half yep. where we can sit on the porch again and do our thing. Because that's where we like to relax. And I'm like, see, just wait. Just wait. We can do it.
0: It's coming.
1: And I went for oh, a hike yesterday. I saw that
0: cuz it was it was like 58. It what gets me is about halfway through February, all of a sudden I go, I start screaming, I want a farmers market and I want it now. Oh uh, yeah. And the growing season, if you're not in Colorado, the growing season <laughs> starts late and it's short. Yes. So, I, you know, it's not like the farmers market's going to start in May. There's fucking nothing growing in May. <laughs> there we I mean there might be some cold weather there's some winter crops i mean the the planting date in um colorado you're you're not supposed to put things in until, in the ground after until mother's, mother's day, day.
1: yeah so, and even then you could still get a hard freeze you I don't could know get what. a hard freeze you could get a foot of
0: snow yeah
1: so and have now that now we have a greenhouse it's less of a problem because it actually yes. maintains well if we get weather after I, that point i still
0: want to sign up for csa
1: oh uh, not man. with that
0: farm we tried before
1: yeah, I'm not sure I'm doing it again after that. And since we're doing HelloFresh, still, like, uh, I wouldn't use all yeah. this. I was before, but now I wouldn't. But, yeah, it was just too, it's too out there. And I tried to sign up for, like, what is it? It's the one that's, like, ugly foods or whatever. Oh, yeah, yep. Okay. So I tried to sign up for that. I actually started the sign-up process and then went to do the choosing the first week. As I've made clear, I live a different schedule than other people. <laughs> By the time I got up, because apparently it would open up at like 6 a.m. or something, you know, 7 a.m., 8, I don't know. Early oh. for me, where I'm not up, everything was so picked over. Like, oh. they it, people could choose. Oh, I didn't realize it was. I no, realize. I don't think they're all like this, but ah. that ugly whatever thing secondhand was or or misshapen <laughs> yes and yeah and somebody so you went in the- <laughs> and you kind of chose what you wanted and so by the time i got to it i was like i don't want any of this shit that's mm-hmm. on here this is stupid and then i canceled it
0: somebody yeah. out there listening is going it's blah 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 they know exactly know. what we're talking about well and the thing is i won't even
1: i can't even say for sure it was the ugly foods one but it was one of those remainder type ones yes. where these aren't the pretty ones there's multiple ones it's not just well the there's
0: another one farm to table
1: yeah so I don't remember which one I signed up for, but it pissed me off, and I tried it you. for a couple of weeks, and I was like,
0: I, "I give up." Well, the thing I didn't like about that one was it said Colorado Farm to Farm to You or Farm Fresh or something, yeah. and I—I I am not kidding you. I went on Facebook, I went on their website, I emailed them, I tweeted them, I. <laughs> I, I, I showed I up like at to their know. door. I did everything and I said, where are you getting your produce? Because you have the word Colorado mm. in the title and I got a fucking pineapple. And I know you're not growing those in Colorado. That's funny. So I was just like, I'm not, I, and I was very polite about it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, it gives the impression that it's Colorado produce. Yes. So I'm just curious where you get it. I'm not dunning you for, or saying you're getting it any place wrong or bad, but could you tell me where you source your produce? They refuse to answer. Fascinating. If you're refusing to answer something like that, you're hiding something. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I went every option, every email I could find. You know how I can be yeah. fairly dogged when I'm, when I feel irritated and, <laughs> you know, I want an answer, goddamn. I never yeah. got one. Weird. And so when people would, because po- during the pandemic, People were posting about this. All the, oh, Ugh. I've subscribed to this. And I'm like, do you know where they get their... I'm just curious. Do you know where they get their produce? Nope. No, I don't know. I thought it was... It says Colorado. I'm like, well, nobody grows pineapple here. Who is growing a pineapple here. Although my sister-in-law grows pineapple in Florida. Okay, but that's Florida. Yeah. You can grow citrus there. She can there. grow anything. It's like she could just drop crumbs on the ground and stuff grows. Oh,
1: so jelly. I... I... <laughs> I cannot. I can't either. I used to have a magical touch with succulents, and then all of a sudden they all died, and now I cannot for the life of me keep even a succulent alive. I think I overwater them. <laughs> that could be. My herbs are
0: thriving, though, so I do have a way of stuff that's thriving. Lurve it. I just want growing <laughs> things in my house. It's good for you. Cleanse I would like air. to have plants in my house, but I don't have a lot of good spots yeah window spaces for them and
1: whereas this house is east west and they put windows galore in it so i uh
0: and i have a brown thumb i killed a cactus once could, it wasn't my fault i killed a cactus recently i over watered it ah uh, i dropped something on it and it knocked it over and severed the roots so Jeez. and
1: then it i don't cried. throw things at my <laughs> succulents at least <laughs> I just I just love them too much. That's <laughs> what my problem is.
0: Stop hugging them. Oh, <laughs> fine. Stop petting the cat. Fine. Shall I begin?
1: If you're thinking of starting a podcast or even just starting to research it, Buzzsprout is your go-to source for information and hosting. They have tons of videos and write-ups on everything you need to know about recording and distributing a podcast. And they even provide easy ways to get analytics on how your podcast is doing. We use Buzzsprout for our podcast hosting, and through them we've been able to connect with tons of resources and distributors. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and help support our show, a win-win. Not only do they help you get started, but they also do small things to encourage you, such as awarding you badges as you hit various milestones. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world.
0: With absolutely yeah, no it. segue whatsoever. We had such a beautiful segue last night. No. And now we don't have one. We should have worked out one intentionally. What's this about? Should Let's segue to it. So I'm calling this one The Things You Find When You're Looking for Something Else. <laughs> Which you're laughing because you know what it's about. <laughs> my uh, sources on this one were CNN, like 800,000 articles from CNN, <laughs> the Daily Mail, and, of all things, People Magazine. Yeah, I so, had that in my last one, I, 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 Yeah, so that surprised me on both accounts. <laughs> so what I'm going to talk about, and, and I'm going to condense the beginning. So, a lot of people have heard the story about Gabby Petito, who is a 22-year-old Florida woman who was reported missing by her parents on September 11th of last year. She'd been on a cross-country road trip with her boyfriend slash fiancé Brian Laundrie. hmm Okay. So, uh, and I realize a lot of you have heard about this or it's going to sound somewhat familiar. So, but. Uh, yeah. But I got a couple it's of. It's not about her. <laughs> no. But I, I am going to give you the basics of her case, of that case. What came out later was that on August twelfth, the Moab, Utah police had encountered the couple engaged in some kind of alteration, and I can't say for sure what happened because an
1: altercation. Was... Uh huh. You said alteration. Oh, did I? <laughs> I meant altercation. Like were they modifying some
0: clothing, or they were sewing by the side of the road, <laughs> Moab? Wow, I can't. Even... I didn't even. Usually, I hear myself. Like oh, you were like, yeah, <laughs> an
1: altercation is what I said. <laughs>
0: They knew what I meant. <laughs> anyway, I can't say for sure what happened because it was called in. It's like people drove by and saw it and called it in. So there's no official report. I don't know if he hit her. There was a report that he may have slapped her. I don't know. He's a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. probably did. He proved that repeatedly Yes, after. he did. So when the police arrived, they said it was obvious that an altercation <laughs> was, uh, was happening, that the, they were not getting along, but both parties said separately, they did separate them and talk to them separately. They were in love. They were engaged. They were just having an argument. They didn't want any charges filed. So the police suggested that they spend at least the night apart and did make sure that each person had a cell phone so that if they needed anything, they could call the police or reach out to family or whatever. So, I'm there's only so much you can do on domestics, yes, especially when the people are saying there's no problem, yes, and if you you haven't seen it, it. yes. Now, if the police had actually seen him hit her, they could have, yeah, it doesn't matter whether she wants to testify or not if they've seen it, yes. So, briefly, I don't, I this was really weird on August 17th. Laundry flew from Salt Lake City back to Florida to take care of some things, like he was selling. He was closing their storage unit uh, to get some more money for their trip. And then he flew back to Salt Lake City and rejoined her on August 23rd. So it was a really short trip. So on August 27th, the couple was again involved in an altercation at a restaurant in Jackson, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Petito and Laundrie were believed to be in the Grand Tetons National Park. Her her parents were getting regular texts from her talking about what they were doing, where they were going. So so they knew that she was in the National Park. The 27th was the last day that they got a text they know was from her. Two separate witnesses reported picking Laundrie up while he was hitchhiking on August 29th. He told them that he had been hiking and camping solo along the Snake River while his fiancée remained by the van working on her travel blog. So one witness said she let him out at the Spread Creek Camping Ground, which is where Petito's body, uh, her remains were eventually found later. And this is not, when I say campground, this isn't like, um, they actually had another name in there. It's not like Jellystone. It's not like a KOA. It's a really big spread out park where you can have different camping spots. So it wasn't a little confined area. So Laundrie returned to Florida on September 1st in the white vehicle he and Petito had been traveling in. On September 11th, Petito's family have been in contact with Laundrie and his family going, where is our daughter? Please tell us what's going on. So on September 11th, they reported her missing. When the police showed up at the laundry house to ask questions, they were in effect handed their lawyers contact information Mm -hmm. and said, just talk to the lawyer. I mean, if you, the fact that they said here, talk to our lawyer just screams guilt. Mm. It screams we've got something to hide. Uh, So on September 17th, Oh, no, wait, I skipped something. No, lawyer. On September 17th, the Laundries did finally allow the police to come to their home to talk to them, but they said they hadn't seen their son since September 14th. Mm-hmm. So on September 18th, the police began searching the Carlton Reserve, which is a nature area with over 80 miles of hiking trails in Florida. At the same time, the FBI were conducting ground surveys in the Grand Teton National Park. September 19th, human remains are found in the park, which are later identified as Petito's. Cause of death is eventually ruled as strangulation. On October 20th, human remains are found in the Carlton Reserve, as well as personal items that belong to laundry. The remains were confirmed to be his, and the cause of death was determined to be a gunshot wound to the head. Apparently, Coward. I believe I actually used that word later on. Oh, okay. <laughs> in the next paragraph. Yeah. There were... Before they found his remains, they found some of his personal belongings, like a backpack yeah. and journals. I do remember when that was announced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he took responsibility. In a journal, though. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, I don't mean it as he took responsibility. Yeah. He, admitted, he, it. Yeah. he admitted guilt. That's a better way to say it. So I told you all of that mm-hmm. so I could tell you this. <laughs> there are a lot of topics you could spiral out of this story. You could talk about what the police did and didn't do in Moab. Although, like you said, they can only act on what they can see. I'm sorry. People who just don't understand how uh, mm-hmm. awful domestics
1: are. It's the yeah. most dangerous. Two cops were recently killed responding to a domestic uh-huh. call.
0: Yes. The other thing is one could question were the this couple treated perhaps a little differently because they were clean cut white folks. You know, she was a little cute, blonde haired, blue eyed. Mm-hmm. Girl, so, of course, they couldn't be up to no good. They couldn't be doing right. anything too wrong. Uh, what consequences should Laundry's family face for hiding and protecting their son, even though they did eventually lose? This is where I call him a cowardly piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I feel sorry for them for losing their son. However, he took someone else's life and hid and lied and ran away like a titty baby.
1: I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... So I can feel, I get it. You're going to defend your child. Uh-huh. I do get At that. At the same time, there's a family desperately wanting to know where their daughter is. And they were protecting their son. And I feel like they had to have known he'd mm-hmm. done something. It's one thing mm-hmm. protecting your innocent your child who you believe is innocent. Yes. And yes, you should take precautions so that he gets a, f- for example, fair trial. So you yes. want to get him representation. But... To block the police from getting for information, not encouraging your child to... The, her parents want to know where she is. Just tell them so they can stop mm-hmm. being sick about that. I mean, they'll still be sick about it when they know what happened. Yes. But man up, you little bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for that, I mean, they didn't do anything that's that made her get killed.
0: Or, or right? right.
1: But they kept
0: the answers. But they prolonged the, the agony yes. of her parents. I'm going to take a slightly different branch because there are a lot of, there's just a lot of weird shit around this case. Some of which is connected and some of which is not. So while one of the details that I will flesh out that I didn't earlier was that when the police were searching for laundry, they were getting tips about sightings from the fucking coast, one coast to the other, New England yeah. to California to the Appalachian trail and along the route that the two had traveled. Because they did go back and do some investigation along that route, because again, she was documenting their travels. Mm-hmm. In the middle while they were still searching, in the middle of this search for laundry, there was a freakishly similar case, which I hadn't heard about. Emily Forlazo, have you heard about her? No, I think so. Okay. Her husband went to her parents' home in New Hampshire and told them he hadn't seen her in several days. She was missing. The two of them had driven their renovated camper to Vermont to celebrate their first anniversary. So her parents report her missing. The very next day, Joseph Ferlazzo confessed to shooting her and dismembering her in the camper. And the police located the camper, the weapons, the remains. All right, that's quick. And despite... His confession, he pled not guilty.
1: See, that always irritates me. But then the thing is, they usually incur, even the judge will encourage you pleading not guilty so that you have a fair trial. Ah. That's what I've recently okay. read oh, okay. which illuminated that, a little cuz it makes me that, mad. I'm like yes. if we all fucking know you were guilty, you could just say guilty and be done and save the taxpayers money, but then it's
0: not considered a fair trial. So this got a little bit of attention at the same time because everybody felt like it was the same kind of situation. Can you imagine being married to someone for 1 year and being so angry with them that not only do you kill them but you cut them into pieces? I mean, I think around our three-year point, I, that, yeah,
1: I could imagine that. <laughs> that was but, probably our worst, like in our marriage. But I, the, thing, I just always am like, divorce them,
0: yeah, abandon them, leave them, and then
1: don't get the divorce if it's yes. if that's the issue and you know it's going to be hard. Just fucking walk, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. There are so many suicide. answers, but yeah, it's just it always blows. But it it just. How many of these, how many crimes are committed spouse on spouse like that? And I'm like, just leave them. You don't have to kill them. Exactly. How does your brain, what kind of person are you and how are you wired if your response is to murder them instead of being like, hey, we're done. Yeah.
0: We're through. I I don't get it. Plus, I am... Very lazy. It would be much easier <laughs> to leave them than to murder them. And I am it. a person
1: who runs on rage, and I still haven't. First of all, I've been married <laughs> over twenty five years now. I think it'll be twenty six this year. But if I can resist it, I feel like other people can, because I am the Hulk, and I am. There's always rage under yes. the
0: surface, and I haven't fucking done it. So, <laughs> the, the while they were searching for Petito's remains, the the woman's remains. This prompted several families to campaign for more attention and vigilance for similar cases that didn't receive the same amount of media or police attention. So one, which was very similar. Well, Lauren Cho of New Jersey disappeared on June 28th in the Yucca Valley of California, where she was last seen with friends and an ex-boyfriend at a, an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And apparently She got in an argument with them and walked off into the night, leaving everything, you know, leaving her cell phone and her clothes and all of her belongings. Um, And it wasn't until Petito disappeared that the police renewed the effort to look for this woman. And human remains were found near the site on October 9th and later ID'd as Cho. The cause of death has not yet been determined.
1: Hmm. Foul play is suspected on my part.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> in another freakish twist, and this one sort of has a local connection. You probably, you know what I'm probably know what I'm going to talk about on their trip. Tito had posted on Instagram from the monument rocks in Douglas County here in Colorado in early July, the same day that she posted in Douglas County, Sarah Bayard went missing. She was last seen at a gas station in Parker on June 28th and was reported missing on July 4th. Her remains were found off of highway 83 on October 9th because of death has not yet been determined. Mm.
1: In highway 83. So was it between Parker and Colorado Springs? Though? It had to have
0: been. Yeah. So yeah. So nobody knows what happened to her. After several people reported seeing laundry in the Blue Ridge mountains, the police in Watauga County, North Carolina, discovered the remains of 33-year-old Jasu Yasu Calderon of Rhode Island. Okay. They're like, "Oh, so that's why they're on alert cuz they think laundry is here, but then they get so they get the call for a body and they're hot to get out there. This the cause of death was stabbing. Two men were arrested for a murder in Rhode Island, one of whom was a close friend of his. They are suspected in his death, but it hasn't been proved yet. I, I'm not even sure if they've been charged yet, but they just, they're searching for laundry. They turn up a dead man from Rhode Island <laughs> in North Carolina. What I'm learning is don't go with other people to,
1: to national parks Apparently, and stuff like that.
0: Except me. <laughs> I'm not going to kill you. You won't kill me. No. I, this is the point where you're supposed to say, and I would not kill you, Evie. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh <laughs>
1: I would not kill you and again, be. Again, I'm the Hulk, and uh, I can't guarantee it. No, I'm just kidding. If I haven't killed my husband, I'm not going to kill you. Does that help? It, it does. Okay.
0: Although your husband and I have talked about the fact that one of us will die in this. One sleep. of you will. Be. That is a conversation we have, in fact, had.
1: <laughs> oh, what must people in the public think of me right now?
0: Okay, so um, another case: nineteen-year-old Maya Mercano went missing two weeks after Petito, and her family has called out authorities for not giving this case attention. Mm-hmm. So, event she was reported missing. Oh, are you gonna? No, I just
1: want to say, and in, in Petito's family's. <laughs> Defense, they have, they actually made public statements about they oh, did they, recognize they, yes. that their daughter got more attention they, that was not fair and everybody should. Yes. So I just want to put that yeah. out there Oh, yeah. For that.
0: They're totally... Yes. Yeah. And uh, it, it will come around. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I will. Um, but she, ha- she was reported missing on September 24th when she missed a flight out of Orlando to South Florida because her family was in South Florida. She was going to school in Orlando. She worked part-time at an apartment complex and lived at the apartment complex. She just vanished. So the sole suspect in her death was a maintenance man at the apartment complex who investigators believe let himself into her apartment with his master key and waited for her. So there's a lot that still isn't known because he hanged himself on September 27th. (laughs) So three days later, and her body wasn't found until October 2nd in a nearby wooded area. Uh, She had been bound with duct tape. In several spots, like our wrists and ankles and mm-hmm. the death was ruled a homicide. But her family made the point if you had stepped up and actually looked for this woman who wasn't blonde haired, blue eyed, perhaps yeah. we would have found her before he killed her. Yeah. On September twentieth, reports of laundry sightings near Tillman's Corner, Alabama, led to the discovery of a man's body in a Walmart dumpster. The police later stated it was an unrelated case and it was the body of an unnamed homeless man. Okay. Which I think is tragic in and of itself. Yeah. But that is not what today is about. While searching for it in the Tetons for Petito's body, searchers found the remains of Bob Lowry, a 46-year-old man from Houston who disappeared on August 20th, and that death was ruled a suicide. So because of the search for these two... They found so many other bodies. Yeah. And it also brought out... I feel like a big search
1: needs to be... I know they weren't all found in like parks, state parks, no. national, monument, yada, yada, yada. But some of them were. And I feel like maybe there should just be like, I don't know,
0: random checks of the parks <laughs> at this point anywhere. Well, the one, the guy, y- 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 Jesu or Yasu mm-hmm. Calderon, who was found in North Carolina... He was in a ravine at the bottom of a scenic overlook, so they can't even. Oh God! Figure you out. Know how many
1: people stood yes. over that and didn't know there was a body under? Exactly, and
0: they're like, we. The police were like, we can't figure out when they even dumped him. I mean, they had the car. They had. They think they had the car and the license plate number, but they were like, when the fuck did he? Did they drive up here and dump a body that there weren't eighty-five people gawking at the sunrise or the sunset or something in between? It's funny because there's
1: a scenic overlook north of our city right that Mm kind of looks at the air force academy Mm -hmm. and the mountains and all that and we drove by in the dark the other night and there were three cars parked there at night when you can't see jack and i was like well that's weird (laughs) (laughs) why are they
0: there so what i'm going to close with is uh petito's parents recently founded the gabby petito foundation to address the needs of organizations that support locating missing persons and to provide aid to organizations that assist victims of domestic violence situations. So they were very well aware that their daughter was getting a disproportionate amount of attention. And they don't feel that's right. They feel like everybody's child, everybody who's missing should get this amount of attention. In the media and from the police. Yeah, I really
1: feel for her family. They seem like good the people.
0: They, yeah, they were, and uh, some of the stuff. I'd, I of course I can't go into every single tiny little detail, but they were just crushed. I mean, they were begging this family, please tell us anything. They were because call- they the two had been together for right. a while, and they were engaged. So they're calling the parents. They're trying to call him. Please. Just, do you know where she is? Where's the last place you saw her? What, please, because I I have to believe in the beginning they thought she's missing. Where was the last place you saw her? You know, they wanted to believe that she was missing, not that he'd killed her. Yeah.
1: So. Giving him the benefit of the doubt, but yeah. wanting to know where the hell their daughter was. Because I exactly. know for a while they're like,
0: you might have left her somewhere. Somebody else yes. might have hurt her. Or, you know, you had a fight and drove off. Okay, that sucks. You're a shitty human being. But where did you leave her? Could we maybe go get her? Here's the
1: thing. Like, so many abusers have witnessed abuse of their mothers and stuff like that. Makes me wonder about that, too. But if I wasn't so irked with his parents, maybe I wouldn't yeah. wonder that. But also, I've been reading about that in (laughs) in a book recently, so it's on my mind. So, what have you got
0: that'll... (laughs) Well, I'm doing
1: part two to Runaway Train, and it's not happier, for the most part. Oh. Because, and again, so Runaway Train was a song by Soul Asylum, and I don't know how thoroughly I explained that last time, but again, yeah, a song about depression, and in it, they said... It was the producer and a couple of the guys at the head of the band were like, we're going to put these missing kids out there, you know. And it was a very striking video. But, yeah, I don't have happy stories for it simply because the Runaways that returned home, it wasn't really publicized. Mm -hmm. I searched on each individual's name and there's just nothing. But you could tell, say, this person must have been found and probably alive, right? Because otherwise there's tales of their mm-hmm. murder, right? Because they're no longer on the Charlie Project. They're no mo- longer missi- missi- missing on any of these big sites. So, unfortunately, it's basically process of elimination. And again, the Reddit people, the web's loose, all that stuff. It's all they can do, too. And they are trying to fill in the gaps. So, I have what I have. But this time it is those who were found from the video, Sources, Wikipedia, Charlie Project, The Time Standard, SF Gate, Wikipedia again. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't stop myself from saying it. <laughs> my mouth moves faster than my brain. <laughs> Ranker, Sun Sentinel, Domestic Violence Database, True Crime Society, The Missing, Murdered, and Reunited of Runaway Train by Lawzi, Web Sleuths, The Lost Children of Runaway Train by Elon Green, and Mail Magazine, Reddit, YouTube video by Crime Crusader, and there we go. Last week, I covered the kids still missing from the original Soul Asylum video for Runaway Train. This week, I'm covering some of those whose cases were resolved. That's a better way to say Mm -hmm. it, isn't it? I should have been saying that the whole time. Look at me. (laughs) And again, I personally think little baby Tommy Gibson's murder is resolved, too. Mm -hmm. But I included him last week. I went back and forth. All I would have to do is cut and paste. (laughs) I wasn't able to track down all the names of those in the original video, but of the one, the version that I was able to find online, I did, there is something about each of those kids. In an article on True Crime Society written by Lozzy was, it's L-O-Z-Z-Y, there's not a full name attribution, was incredibly useful for getting information on some of them, as were threads on Reddit and web sleuths. Elizabeth Wiles ran away with her 18-year-old boyfriend when she was 14 and living in Lamar, Arkansas. They'd gone to California and were working to support themselves, barely making ends meet. When she saw herself in the video, she called home, afraid that her boyfriend would get in trouble. Instead, her mother dissolved into tears, and five weeks after that, she returned home. She's now an adult. She's happily married, not to him. In an interview at 39 years old, she said she ran away because her mom told her she couldn't keep seeing her much older boyfriend. After returning home, she got her GED. She never was able to complete college, she started but didn't complete it. She went on NBC with two members of Soul Asylum and her mom, and she was the first one to return home after the video was released. So well,
0: that's a did. happy ending. It is.
1: I probably should have said that for stop. the end. Let's Shouldn't just I? stop
0: there. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in Thank this you, week. that's all.
1: <laughs> oh, sadly no. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think her dad was in the picture. Okay, this one... This one was the one that actually showed up on some of the old articles about it as still being one of the 11 missing and the reason it went down to 10 when I was doing my research that were still missing. Okay. Andrea Bowman went missing March 11th, 1989 from Hamilton, Michigan. She was 14 years old, white with brown hair. Andrea had been adopted at 21 months from someone down in Louisiana, I believe New Orleans specifically. So when she reported to teachers at her school that she was afraid to go home because her father was molesting her, her parents told police she was just acting out because she'd found out she was adopted recently. Huh. And it was a bot. Sadly, she disappeared soon after. She was considered a runaway. Of note, her father, Dennis Bowman, had been charged with luring a woman into the woods and assaulting her in 1980, nine years before his adopted daughter went missing. He had worked out a plea deal and pled guilty at that time. In 1998, he broke into a coworker's home and stole her lingerie, among other things. In November, 2019, he was arrested for the September 11th, 1980 murder of a 25 year old woman named Kathleen Doyle. He then admitted to having killed his adopted daughter saying it was an accident. He got mad. They happened accidentally. Her remains were found under cement, a thin layer of it near the home at that time he was convicted of the doyle murder may 15th 2020 and given two life sentences he has not been sentenced for andrea yet his charges for her are murder child abuse and mutilation i just she wasn't going home and the teachers brought it up with her and she told them and the the mother, I mean, now the mother has turned on her husband, but it's too uh-huh. fucking late. You need to believe your kids. You need to at least give them the benefit of the doubt, right? They mm-hmm. say believe victims. And sometimes victims, you know, supposed victims are mm-hmm. lying, but you've got to give them the benefit of the doubt and you've got to look into it first. And get them out of the situation. Yes. And... But with molestation, there's not physical marks. There's not, it's not mm-hmm. like you can go and see bruises on this child and say, we're not going to buy your excuses. Mm-hmm. So it's sad the system failed her. It's sad that CPS wasn't brought in to at least do some sort of. And the thing is, this guy's got to have other victims. He didn't yeah. wait all that from 1989 mm-hmm. to, ni- to 1998. He no. didn't wait. There's more. So, <laughs> Yeah. I'm just, I feel like there's more that could come out eventually that he did. Allegedly. So I'm going to just throw that in there for legal reasons. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. But it's me saying it. Allegedly. I feel like he killed other people. Yes. All right. Curtis Huntsinger disappeared May 19th, 1990 in Blue Lake, California. He was 14 years old. Curtis had told his parents that a family friend, 35-year-old Stephen Hash, had been molesting him. When police talked to him, he took it back. He said, no, no, I was lying. Within two weeks, he disappeared from his sister's house. Because he'd been troubled lately, it was assumed he'd run away. But in 1999, Curtis's mom got into a fight with Stephen Hash, and he told her he'd killed her son. Oh, my God. He took her. She didn't believe him. And he took her to a site where he said her son was buried. But then when she went to the police, he refused to speak to the police. and He wouldn't admit it to them. So police get a warrant and they search his house and they don't find anything. And then they look where the mom said that the body was, but they don't find anything because it was like a big park area. I actually have a picture of where the body was found, but not the body that I'll post. In 2001, Hash's wife reports to the FBI that her husband has admitted to killing Curtis and burning him. It wouldn't be until December, 2008. There's enough information to arrest Hash. He showed them where the body was, which they did find and he was actually interconnected with tree roots, and you can see in the oh. in the picture of the grave. There's just this tangle of tree roots that had hit there. In 2009, Curtis's body was put to rest, and Hash got 11 years for manslaughter and had to pay about nine thousand dollars in restitution to the family.
0: Eleven years.
1: Yes, I believe it was a statute of limitations issue on that, and that's why it had I to be a lesser
0: a, a stat- I, I murder murder.
1: I don't know. Okay. There was something about it that made it a statute. And I believe that changed after a while. Okay. So I, th- I think that's okay. fairly recent. Okay. So this was before and they didn't go back and change it. Pos- you know. Ginger Sue Hudson went missing in 1992. She turned up alive and well within a few months of the video's release. It's all the information I have. Heather Lee Yagel disappeared February 7th, 1990 from Largo, Florida at age 16. Was that one of my others or is that just his name that was similar to Largo? There's no word on whether she's been found. There are arrests and domestic violence reports online for a woman of the same age with the same full name in Missouri who some internet sleuths think is her. And again, she's been pulled off the missing persons reports. Okay, So here's the one that people will recognize. Polly Kloss. Oh, yes. She was on the video. Was 12 years old when a man broke into her bedroom the night of a sleepover in Petaluma, California, and kidnapped her at knife point. He left the other two girls tied up with pillowcases over their heads. At the time, I believe he was homeless. He he walked in from the kitchen with a knife from the kitchen. Into it, and the parents were sleeping or whatever. It was about 10.30 p.m. A few hours later in a neighboring county, a babysitter passed a car, pulled over on her employer's property. She called the employer when she could, because we're talking, you know, pre-cell phone, right? And the employer opted to take her young daughter and leave the property, because it was a woman who owned it. And until it could be ascertained who was on the property, she called. She actually, she left right away, and she drove past him and his truck on her property, went to a service station and called 911 to get the cops to go out there. Since the cops were on a different channel from the cops around where Klaus had disappeared, they had no idea there was a little girl missing 20 miles away. Right. So they, they had no communication about that, had no idea. And they were suspicious of him, but they searched his truck. He let them search his truck. And they didn't find anything. There was an open container of beer in there. But since he wasn't driving, they couldn't even do anything about that. So they documented it. And they filled out because they were like, there's something going on. But we got nothing. But we can't figure out what. Okay. So it was, they did do a report, but they let him go. And they escorted him off the property. So, because the owner, they actually tried to get the owner to pass, press charges for trespassing because then they could have arrested him. And she was like, no, I just want him off my property.
0: Why did, why was he there? Did he You're just... going to find out.
1: Okay. And his truck was, they ended up having to get a tow truck to pull him, him out of a ditch okay. where his vehicle was. But yeah, there's much more to okay. it than that. So they let him go. And on November 28th, the owner of the property was inspecting an area that had been cleared by loggers. And she found a pair of torn ballet leggings and some other suspicious items. Those leggings had probably been used for some sort of, you know, tying her up because there was a piece of them back at the crime scene too. Ah. So that's when they were torn. And so they were able to compare them. Right. Anyway, she calls, she finds a couple other items and she calls the cops and she's like, okay, something's up. And they started looking into the man who'd been trespassing Richard Allen Davis. And they were actually able to find a partial print at the kidnapping site and compare it to him. And it matched. So he'd been in trouble in the past for kidnapping and assault and would have still been in prison for the kidnapping he was in prison for if he'd served his full sentence. He served half of it. He would have still been in prison and not been able to take Polycloss had he been fucking kept in prison for what he'd already done. Neighboring departments, the FBI, and over 500 searchers would ultimately calm the area. Other than other bits of evidence, no body was found. But when they arrested Davis on suspicion of the kidnapping, he confessed he'd killed her. He was able to take them to her body, which was not on that property. He'd actually... He'd taken her body into the woods there. Mm-hmm. And he had done Thanks. the things he was doing. And he saw those two cars, the babysitter and the owner, drive by and he was afraid the police had been called. But then his truck was stuck. So he left her body out there and he hid it in the woods. And then after he was done with the cops and they escorted him off the property, he waited. He went and drove somewhere and stopped. And then he came back and he got her body and he moved it to the place where he would ultimately bury it. So he was arrested He was convicted June 18th, 1996 for first degree murder, robbery, burglary, kidnapping and a lewd act on a child. He flipped off the cameras. So he like he flipped out when he when he got the guilty and he I have a picture. I'll post it of him flipping off the cameras in the courtroom. He stated that Polly's last words had been that her father was molesting her and further taunted the family. He was just overall an awful human being. There's no, by the way, there was no evidence of molestation, never been claimed before. There was, so it was looked into. But what a thing to do to that dad. Yeah. He did that on purpose. He did. To fuck with the family. What
0: a shit stick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just a famous aspect of this case is that Winona Ryder went on television, offered a $200,000 reward for Polly's safe return, and dedicated her role in Little Women to her, because Winona was also from Petaluma. And Polly's death led to a change in how missing children notices went out to police so that there would not be the channel issue anymore, and also fixed communication like that in general. Because that's, I mean, that's not far away. That's a 20-minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And... Her death was also instrumental in the passing of the California Three Strikes Law. Her case was used for that. So I don't know if he should have had, you know, like, I don't know. Right. Because I decided not to look further into that. Michelle Fraley went missing in 1992 and was found shortly after the video came out. She'd said to have confronted band members at a later concert and to have stated that the music video ruined her life because her home life had been bad. That's what she'd been fleeing. And after the video and she was out there everywhere, people, she ended up going back home to that bad Bad situation. situation. Yeah. Others who were missing and appear to have been found because their names have been removed from missing person sites. And there are no news articles about their murders is Christina Ann Wood, who went missing December 2nd, 1991 at age 15 from Live Oak, Florida with a male companion. Darlene Hungerford, missing in 1991. Emily Tamara Pois disappeared in 1992 and is believed by WebSleuths to be alive and possibly have an arrest record for shoplifting in Colorado. Berenice Espinoza went missing in 1992, but was supposedly found alive. No other information. In total, 21 kids were said to have been reunited with their families or to have at least contacted them. So at least 21 of those 26. Mm. Yeah, that's not too shabby, you know, pretty much because a band put out a song and said, you know what? Let's do like the music cart milk cartons. Let's get these kids some exposure. And the thing is they had to kind of fight for it because it basically came across as a PSA instead of a video. It, ah. The video, when you're watching it shows runaways, yeah. but then in the end it starts showing some of them might not be runaways, that kids that are listed as runaways might have been taken or hurt and that they should be looked into. Cause that was kind of the argument from them. And so again, it's, there's no graphic violence on the video, but the imagery right. is, sticks with people. But, yeah, they tried to get them the, obviously, music companies and MTV and all that. Nobody was really comfortable with this. They're like, nobody wants to watch a PSA. And yet, it stuck with us all this Uh, time. Yeah. Who saw it? And it got results. And then, yeah. Okay, so I did mention before that in the UK and Australia versions, four of those victims were said to be from those serial killers. At least two others were found to have been murder victims in those places, too. But again, I didn't go deeply into it. On the web sleuths and stuff, there were people who had gone into all the videos and done what they could. But apparently, so the Australia video is no longer available anywhere. Oh. So they got their list of names from somebody who posted the names and information from the videos before it had been removed everywhere. So they're not sure why Australia hasn't has mm. had that removed everywhere. I'm just going to do a reminder to view the updated version, which uses geolocation. Go to RunawayTrain25.com and view the video with your local information. If you know somebody who's missing, they actually have a way for you to create your own video on there as well oh for wow. that missing person.
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay, so that was a hopeful note.
1: Yeah. Yeah the last one and the new one that's out and I just I couldn't find anything more on the new one other than that at least one person had been brought home within a few months of it being released in 2019 so there just wasn't a ton about it on there I mean they have their whole website but it doesn't
0: I can't even imagine what it would be like to have your child go missing no because you just
1: don't know and okay we have active imaginations I can guarantee you I would have How long have I been studying serial killers (laughs) and all of that stuff, all the psychology of it, but that means reading about the cases. I would know every possible thing that could be happening. I have such a hard time. My son, it would be, but here's the thing. You see that some of these full-grown males mm -hmm, are being taken too. There's ways that can happen. I tend to be a little more comfortable with them because, first of all, he's been ungodly strong since he was in the womb. (laughs) Like, good luck. Because he's a calm, sweet Mm -hmm. person, but he's strong as hell. My daughter's tiny. So even at 14, like, I have to, we have to let her do stuff. Like, go somewhere on her own. Mm -hmm. And then we just sit there and worry because I refuse to be a helicopter parent. Like, I am tempted to just quietly follow her (laughs) if I let her walk to, because there's stuff nearby she can walk to. And I'm like, no. So we just sit there and freak out, basically, because she's so easy. She's so tiny. So, yeah, it's nerve-wracking. And, again, if you are you were around in the 80s and 90s when it was in your face all oh, the fucking time, how many kids were missing and they weren't yet <sighs> developed enough in that research and all to be able yes. to tell you, no, it's people they know more so than
0: right stranger
1: kidnappings.
0: Well, of the, course, there's
1: a plenty of those,
0: too. Yeah, there's one I want to do. I can't do it yet because it's going, it's in the court system. So there's no resolution. Yeah. And since it looks like there's going to be a resolution, I don't want to go into too much detail. But it was a young man who was home on spring break. It's in upstate New York. He's home on spring break and he went to a party and never came home. And everybody's like, what happened? And people saw him out walking. And this was a few years ago. And I do mean a few. I don't mean my few years ago, which means nineteen ninety two so my sister was driving into town one day, and there's all these cops at this old farm and of course, there's the the grapevine up there is magnificent. Yeah. you can find out we're at absolute, all upstate oh my New York. god <laughs> so and they found somebody had to have talked because his remains were down a well, ah uh, yeah. That was covered over, and I'm not going to say who... They think they know who did it. They think it was either he got in an argument. It may have even been an accident that one of the people... And it was two guys. That one of them hit him with a car, and they covered it up. But they drove him... Whatever happened, they took his body, whether he was dead at that point or not, and chucked it down a well. Yeah. So, I hope the people who did it are found and convicted. Well, and
1: so one of the cases I talked about last week where she had arrived on the bus from Houston to what was uh-huh. it was that the Davenport Iowa 1, I don't remember for sure. But it, yeah,
0: I remember the but Houston part. They
1: said they she'd made it to the bus station but they never made it but never made it to her dad's house there. Oh. I'm just like I assume that the dad was looked at, because I can't help but think of the Dylan Breadwine case here in Colorado. Yes. Which we heard a lot about, because we know mm-hmm. a, a retired FBI profiler who was right. brought in to... Everybody fucking knows it was his dad. Uh, but I, last I heard, it still could not be proven enough mm-hmm. for them to take him to court, and they want the evidence, because she... I know people get upset when they're like, why aren't you pressing charges on this person? But sometimes it's because Double Jeopardy, they don't want to try that case until they're fairly confident they can win it. So yes. if you try that case and lose it, that's it. You can't try them again. You find more later, you're done. You might be able to try and levy different charges. But yeah, so it's very, it's its its a tightrope. But yeah, it just makes me think of that. And how many times is it the pair? Andrea Bowman that I talked about today. Mm-hmm. It was her fucking dad, and when you go missing just a couple weeks after reporting molestation, you, and what? Oh, you know what's heartbreaking about that case too—that I didn't say. She was given up for adoption when she was like twenty-one months old. her Her parents were very young,
0: uh-huh. and
1: they both had bad family lives, and they both wanted to give better, right? And so oh. they kept this child, and then the man started cheating on the mom. Mm-hmm. The dad started cheating on the mom, and. Then he pretty much left her, and she, she was like, I can't give her a good life. She couldn't and so she gave her up for adoption so she would have a better life. And instead, and she's, that her name is out there, by the way, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to put her name out there That's anymore. Fair. But they had talked to her. I mean, she knows what happened to her daughter. She knows she gave her daughter up for a better life, and instead she was molested and abused by this man and then murdered by him. And how terrible.
0: Yeah. You think to you're doing the that, right thing. To know that. Yeah, because she's going to be racked with guilt for the yes, rest of her life. Because she did what she thought was the right thing for all the best reasons. Yes. I can't do this. Yes. I want her to have a better life.
1: She's going to have the life I had if I don't find make sure she gets yeah. a better home. Because they check these people out. But tell me, well, his crime was after, because she was, what, 14 or something like that, I think, 14 or 15. And that crime that he got, pled guilty for, was after they had her then. Because it had been nine years before. Ah. So yeah, I just thought of that. So he wouldn't even have had that criminal record. And how long was the abuse going on? When a man on? does that, why why isn't why isn't CPS automatically called in a case like this when he tried to when he kidnapped and assaulted a woman uh, in the yeah. woods and he, he's an adoptive father? I thought they were up their asses when they were adopted. They certainly are before they get adopted. So mm-hmm. yeah, it just but that one, that one really that just, is a, that hurts. To CPS
0: know. is another Oh, I know, overworked and understaffed. And, yeah. And a lot of stuff gets through the cracks. And it's that. not, there obviously are cases where people are looking the other way. Yeah. But there are also, there's a a tidal wave of kids who need help and not enough people to help them. Yeah. And to supervise every single aspect of everything. That's why, and it just irks me to know. And they have to depend on volunteer Organizations to provide that help, that supervision, that assistance, because it's not there. It won't, yeah. it doesn't exist.
1: It's a terrible system. And again, referencing that book, the body keeps the score. There's a lot of talk in there because he, this psych. that well, while he's MD, who wrote it is big on CPTSD needing to be in the DSM. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really, it's, when he wrote the book, it was being refused, and they were only having classic PTSD, which mostly has to do with ve- military veterans, That's people like who a are in time. car accidents, and or people raped. So, to get the diagnosis of PTSD, you have to be able to remember what happened to you, and a lot of children who suffered serious right. molestation at a young age and stuff like that actually have blocked it so thoroughly mm-hmm. they can't get diagnosed with PTSD, even though they have those the CPTSD. So it, anyway, it's a big, much bigger than that, but like, highly simplified, but it's just the guy who wrote the book is so frustrated. Cause he's like, he did studies. He did all the right things that they told him to do. And it was still rejected from the DS. Um, so he's like, we can't help these children. These children then, our adults who have all of these issues and Mm -hmm. it's just such a chronic problem. And if we can't fix it at the beginning, we certainly can't really fix that at the end. The damage has been done and it's actually at a cellular level because children of survivors end up having these things too. Yes. Like, so it's fascinating stuff, but it's sad because all these kids who live in these, I was a manager at a theater and one of my employees was being abused and I, by her foster Ugh. Parents, she was disabled. Oh, God. And they all they took in were disabled kids because they got extra money for that. Yep. And they did not treat them well. They weren't well cared for. And I turned them in and nothing came of it. There was nothing else I could do except for I tried to take care of her when I could, but I was a, let me see, I was 19.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so there was only so much I could do. And legally, it would have been kidnapping had I yeah. tried to get her. Yeah. So, and it's just, that was for me, that was the, what opened my eyes to how problematic foster homes could be. And of course I know at least two in my personal circle, foster parents who are delightful and will give those kids such uh-huh. wonderful lives.
0: I know exactly. I know one of one them. Of them, them. You know, yeah. one of
1: them, one of them I went to high school with. Yeah. It was a different one, but you know, like, most of the people providing foster care are doing it because they genuinely want to help these kids. Yes.
0: And. Well, the friend that we have in common mm-hmm. was only wanted to take in a certain age. Teenagers, because uh, fewer people take them. Right. And it turned out they had a teenager they wanted her to take in, but there was a younger sibling involved. And she said, we are not separating them. Yeah, because that we was going to be the answer. We will take them both. Yeah. <laughs> so. So she now has she, she has yeah. teenagers herself,
1: and now she's got, she's about to have an extra teenager. She's had the younger sibling yeah. for a while. So, yeah. but just. I, I don't want to soil foster no fostering, but there are ones who do it just for the money too there there are and I just it's like the people
0: who I don't
1: know adopt a rabbit at Easter and then don't realize how much work it's gonna be or yeah. adopt a Dalmatian because I hate to compare the kids to animals but you know you hear about this shit all the yeah. time but not the foster stuff the bunnies adopt and the a chicks, a at chicks at adopt Easter. a Dalmatian because of the movie Maybe. and then find out that they are. Pains in the ass, you know, like, so these foster parents taking these kids thinking they'll make some money, it'll be easy. It's not going to be easy bringing up, A, any child, but B, a child who's possibly been in the system or seen something horrific before they were even put Uh, in the system. Say their parents got killed or their parents were abusive or they were molested. And they have the, then they further that abuse, you know, because they Mm -hmm. weren't prepared for it or because they're awful people. But again, I can see it happening with people who maybe
0: did think it was But here's the thing: what gets written into pop culture is are the bad cases, yes, because that's what gets the headlines. Not that we shouldn't shine a light on it. I totally think we should. Absolutely. But when and I we can both think of authors who have used that trope. Yeah. You know, somebody's running away from the foster system, or they're complaining because they were in the foster system. Look at the TV show Mom. The Allison Janney character grew up in the foster system. So, yeah. and so th- nobody shines a light on what She good. had these
1: great foster parents that
0: <laughs> finally it was a
1: stable place for this poor yeah. teenager who had been in this ra- Yeah. So
0: just bearing it all in mind. Oh my God. We need to tell a joke or something
1: <laughs> to end this. If Alexa were in here, I could ask her because you can say, Alexa, tell me a dad joke. And my true. husband's been doing that to torment me lately. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't even for the life of me think of one of those. Oh no, damn jokes. I can't, can't. I can't either. He I, likes to just randomly throw one at me. What
0: was it yesterday? I call. I I don't know what I was trying to ask Alexa, and I called her Siri, <laughs> and she was like, "Bitch, come back when you know my name." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Siri is the Apple, right? The Apple." Oh product. yeah, because I think I have that on my phone. Because I'm I, I don't use even it. I don't have any Apple products, so oh. I don't have Siri. I don't. I don't like Apple, so we won't be <laughs> ever funded by them.
1: But I do have some I Apple products. I don't like Apple either. Yeah. Well, so my kids had a had a dad joke battle. It's funny. So my daughter is very literal because she is autistic, right? And at first, she was she was like Jeff was just or my husband driving her nuts, and then then they were like. We can do this. And then it was just the two of them dad joking at me. It was terrible. (laughs) I believe I posted on Facebook asking for help and rescue. (laughs) And it did not come. (laughs) I just want people to know. But it was pretty amusing. Yes. Yes.
0: All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. And we will be back next week with something equally I we have, yeah,
1: we can't guarantee anything. I would say we try to do something lighter next week, and if I actually do the we topic might. I was intending to do this time, it's a little dark, but it's not child victim
0: dark. I have one that I'm thinking about doing that's <laughs> resolved it's it's a resolved issue, so it's not one of those, and they're all missing, and all they found were chewed on bones. It's not <sighs> it's gonna be one of those. I just although now should I want know that I have
1: three pages on yellow lined notebook paper of stories I want to do. So, and then inevitably it's like the TVR pile,
0: but yes. you go to the
1: store and you get a new book instead and read it. So that's my, I have all these topics and then but I think of something else like this. It was just hearing
0: the song and I was like, Oh, well I was, I was researching something else when I came across all the bodies that were found while they were searching for these two. Yeah. So, and I have, I'm, I have to confess, I have the murder a day calendar. (laughs) So there are some really interesting things on there that I'm like, so some of them I'm saving. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'll come back to this. (laughs) <laughs> and one of them i'm like i it was funny because i was like oh i remember this and i start reading the details i'm like oh the fuck i do not well I but recognize that's true so much
1: yeah. like you think of i skip certain cases because i'm like well these are so well known although sometimes then i do well know ones because i think there are ones that people like i as a true crime person will still tune in to certain ones you yes. know i've heard it a billion times so i do throw those ones in there but but then you look at them and you're like huh
0: This is completely different from what I remember. And I've done those, right? Where I've been, here's what I remembered. (laughs) Yeah. And it's really interesting to see the difference between what you remember and what actually happened. What we need is another good cryptid. but Yeah, I I
1: actually, and I have a couple, not necessarily cryptids, but some other things. So maybe we'll have to do a cryptid (laughs) one soon. Maybe we'll do that for when we... 'Cause all right, we're not gonna take an actual season break this time around. We'll just switch our seasons, but we're gonna pre record a few so we do get a break. Yes. And hopefully I for really real will get a break if I have the time to do stuff ahead of time instead of doing it Tuesday like I usually do for editing the podcast <laughs> and uploading it. But maybe you like one of those we'll make sure is a fun one at least. Yes. Okay. We could do that.
0: We'll try because I, I, I just stumble across stuff and go oh fuck i'm writing about this this right way. but that's the thing and i am clicking on articles and doing. i have a pinterest board now for ideas it's a hidden pinterest board so oh, don't well go you need to make a it. public one but no they're my ideas that i haven't do you, do you want people to not steal them or <laughs> you I don't want
1: to read them before i you don't say want to, them?
0: that's it i don't want them to read about them before i talk about them all right fair, fair enough Though. And I'm going to say bye again, this time okay. for realsies. I'll say bye to you then. Okay, bye! Okay, bye! <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mysteries, Monsters, and Mayhem. Find us on Facebook and Instagram or at our website, mysteriesmonstersmayhem.com. Please like, rate, and review, follow, and share wherever your favorite podcasts are downloaded. Thank you for listening
1: and supporting our podcast. We'll be back next week with more shenanigans.